You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody, welcome in. We say hello to you here on a Tuesday in the capital city, Jim and Trent. You can always get in on the program at 264-1700. Again, that's 264-1700. Good show lined up today. Uh, from Big Ten Unfiltered, and also he covers Major League Baseball as well, uh, Seth Gruen will be our guest at about 420. At 440, Tom Caker, Hawkeye Report, and the Hawks getting a big signing uh, at running back, so we'll kind of get into that with Tom. 5 o'clock, Major League Baseball with Zach Reimer, and at 525, the NBA is stealing headlines across the country once again. John Cannon will join us on the NBA and free agency. Trent, how are you, pal? I'm doing well, Jimmy B. Getting ready for the 4th of July. Fireworks blasting off all over the place. And yep. It's uh, that time of year, Jimmy B., where we hit the halfway point of the baseball season. A lot of people talk about the All-Star break being the midpoint. This is actually the midpoint right now. Every team has played at least half of their schedule, so a good chance today Take a look around, take a look at, obviously, here in the Midwest with the American League Central, the National League Central. Talk about that, and we'll do that coming up today with both Zach Reimer, as you mentioned, and Seth Gruen. But also, you know, uh, diving a little bit deeper into things. And, hey, it's the hot dog competition, Jimmy B., tomorrow. I'm going to guess that is right up your... You probably love that stupid thing, don't you? You know, I find it highly entertaining. Uh, (laughs) and, and, And Joey's my man. I mean, he can throw them down like it's going out of style. I do miss Kobayashi, however, from sure. a few years back. You probably remember him. He probably weighed about a buck nineteen and could eat like fifty hot dogs. It was amazing. Um, look, it'll be. It's always fun. I don't know. It's like it's like when you go like to a game and they have the pie eating contest. Or the watermelon eating contest, and you can't use your hands, and all the kids just get just terribly filthy and dirty uh, on the face. It's fun. Uh, so from cheap entertainment, and you know me, if it's cheap, if it's free, it's for me. So I'll probably uh, at least sample. And you know what else will happen? Even if you don't see the hot dog eating contest live, you know it will be on SportsCenter. <laughs> yes, yes. It's a, it's a regular highlight. It is. It, it's on each and every year, Jim. And, uh, well, I already, you know, I have a problem with gambling, right? I mean, you understand. It, it's <laughs> something, <laughs> it's an addiction. Now, luckily for me, I don't have the, the bone where I'm, I'm using the mortgage. This is fun money. This is, well, money that used yep. to go to the bar when I used to be able to do that a whole lot more. But I like to dabble in a little everything, put a couple bucks here and there, have some fun with it. And I got a bet for you on the, 2018 Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Are you ready, Jimmy P? Okay, you're not going to take Joey? Well, Joey Chestnut, if you want to bet on him, you got to lay yeah. 525 That's how big of a favorite oh. he is. Bet wow. $525 to just get 100 back on Joey Chestnut. Now, that's a Brinson-type bet. He likes to bet a lot to win a little because he loves chalk. Me, on the other hand, absolutely <laughs> hate it. No, I want a different direction instead, Jimmy B. Last year, Joey Chestnut... He ate 72 hot dogs to set the record for most ever eaten in this competition. Well, there is a prop out there right now. Most hot dog, hot dogs eaten by the winner. Doesn't even have to be Uh tested. If somebody upsets him, could be whoever though wins the competition. The number is 70 and a half, Jim. 
The weather is going to be incredibly hot. Chestnut, what he was talking about leading up to it last year was breaking that record. Not the same kind of conversation this year. I don't know if he has the eye of the tiger. I'm taking under 70 and a half hot dogs eaten by the winner. And Jimmy B, with that 70 and a half, you get plus money, plus 130, bet 100 to win 130 back. Man, oh man, oh man. So it's not a factor if Chestnut wins or loses. It's if, if, if the number is lower than 70 and a half, whoever the winner is, correct? You got it exactly right, Jimmy B. Easy money. I got this thing wrapped up. Weather conditions hot. Chestnut without the eye of the tiger. I got everything ready to go. I'm making money on betting hot dogs. I got problems. I got problems, Jim Brinson. I can't, I can't believe you're making a wager uh, on a hot dog eating contest. That is un, look, I know, I know you bet on cricket. I've seen you, I've seen you bet on professional bowling. I just, uh, I just, I've just never thought that you'd bet on a hot dog eating contest. That's incredible. I'm always surprising you, Jimmy B. I always got something up my sleeve, and I, I love to help out the listeners out there. And I've helped out a lot this year, Jim. What did I give you before the Masters? I gave you a winner, right? Gave Reed out. He was 45-1. to 1. I gave a winner there. I've given out lots of long shot winners this year. This one isn't a real long shot. This one is one, though, that, that I think you can dabble with. Take the under at 70 and wow. a half hot dogs. There's my uh, bet for your 4th of July weekend, Jimmy B. But you mentioned at the top, and we got Tom Caker coming by here at about 440 yep. this afternoon, a little bit deeper. But on the local front, biggest story certainly of the day, I think, has to be the commitment of Tyler Goodson, a running back from down in Georgia. Jim, this is a kid that uh, not the biggest back, you know, shifty. Built kind of like an Acker Wadley, you know, that smaller, shiftier back, very right. good with the yep. jump cuts. And, and watching his tape, I was really impressed by him. He's not as highly ranked as Jirel Brock, the kid from over in Quincy, Illinois, that we've talked a lot about. He was set to make his visit to Iowa City, as you remember, Jim. Then Iowa pulled away, canceled his visit, so he decided to go to Iowa State instead. Since then, Iowa State's picked up a commitment of their own, a Brees Hall from down in Wichita. And this isn't a knock, and this isn't because maybe signs could be pointing that Jairal Brock isn't going to end up in our state. But both those two guys, who are both less highly regarded, at least according to the scouting services, I liked both of them more than Jairal Brock on tape. That's all I'm watching. I'm watching highlight videos. It's hard to tell, but I think both Iowa State and Iowa got guys, maybe not the recruiting services like as much, but I think are better fits for both of their systems. I'm, I'm with you on that, and I think that uh, I think fans are going to be excited at both schools about their respective running backs that have been signed. You know, you know me, Trent. I'm a guy that I, I don't pay that close attention, which is why we have Tom Cakert and other guys come on to enlighten yours truly uh, on the recruiting issues. I'm interested when they show up on campus and they put on that college jersey how well they can perform. I don't care if they're a five or a one or a none. Can they play football? That's all I'm interested in. And look, these guys, these guys have got the recruiting uh, bases, uh, fans that follow that stuff, salivating. So from that standpoint, you would think that both schools have done very well with what they have uh, accomplished so far in recruiting. So uh, with Goodson, now this kind of leads to the question that was out there, and, and I know over the last couple of weeks, why Jirel Brock, why Iowa decided not to have him come in on his visit. I think the reason is pretty simple. 
Though we found out officially today, Jim, that this was a commitment made by Tyler Goodson to Iowa, I'm going to guess that the coaching staff had assurances well before today on July 3rd that Goodson was going to be making a commitment to the Hawkeyes. I I find it very difficult to believe that Iowa, without knowing Goodson was going to commit, was going to pull away an offer and pull away a visit to Jirel Brock. So I think this is something that has been in the works for a while. I think the Iowa coaches have known about it for a while. Wake Forest, uh, West Virginia, the two other finalists, at least in the list that he released. But this one seems pretty cut and dry. And, and Tom Cakert, who we'll have on again later, he's been kind of intonating at that over on his website at Hawkeye Report that this was going to be co- coming down a, a quick back in the backfield, two different kind of systems, two different kind of guys. That certainly is a good thing, Jimmy B. And I'm excited about it. I know you don't care about recruits. I don't get it. I mean, I, I believe that's a part of our job. Anybody could say, I'll wait till they get to college. I always think that's a part of what we should do, but you disagree, and that'd be a little more work for you, Brinson. We'd hate to break your back. Well, I don't want that to happen. Right. You know, right. Uh, but that's why, but that's why we invite experts on, like Tom Caker. So, from that standpoint, not only are the listeners getting an education in different recruits, I get it as well. And then when Tom's on, I take notes so that I remember it for future programs. So, I'm not afraid to say that I have one or two, that's about all, flaws. And one of them is just that I'm not interested in, you know, who who signs and who isn't. I mean, I know who who these players are because they've been talked about, but it's not like I've gone on the Internet and researched uh, if a guy had a 25-yard run or a 5-yard run. Uh, I could care less about that. I'm just being honest. Instead, you watch Summer League basketball. Absolutely, yes. I want to see how players who were in college... We're in college, how they matriculate to the NBA. Yes, it's more entertaining to me. And it's all about you, Brinson. It's not about our listeners. It is. It's all, it's all about you. It's me. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes, Trent. Yeah. I got yeah. you. I got you. <laughs> well, that aside, Jimmy B., uh, with Goodson, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. we got some baseball going on this afternoon. But before that, the World Cup today, England nearly blows it as they give up a goal in the 93rd minute to let Columbia tie it up. But they get it done in the penalty kicks. You a fan of the penalty kicks, Jimmy B? Look, I I know that it has its good, its good points and its bad points. But after you play, Trent, two extra sessions, not one, two extra sessions, you got to find a way to end the game. And I love penalty kicks. I like I like when they have the penalty shots in the NHL, and I find it highly dramatic and very much entertaining, particularly when you have a goalie that makes an incredible save. Pickford, the goalie for England, made an unbelievable one-footed save diving for a shot. I, I mean, you just you you just don't see that so. For me, and you know me, I like athletes. Not teams, but I pay attention to athletes. It was an unbelievable athletic move by a superior athletic person. And for me, it, that shoots right to the top of where I'm dialed into. So people can say, well, uh, it's, it's totally unfair. Well, why is it unfair? Everybody has the same amount of shots. Well, their team has better shooters than ours. Stop. 
Stop. Just stop it with that. It's all the same for everybody. Your goalie gets to make the plays. Your shooters get the opportunity to take a crack at hitting the net. Everything is the same. Trent, look, I I know that people would like to see these guys like play all day. You can't ask a human body to do that. You got to look after some safety concerns too for the professionals that are on the field and the amount of money that these guys are paid. So I'm okay with the way that it ended today in penalty kicks. What about you? You know, I I don't have a huge problem with it. Like you said, I mean, this game it has to end at some point. You can't just keep going on and on and on and right and drowning. I mean, the thing could go forever because we're talking about side. It's not basketball. We're basketball. You know, in a five-minute overtime period, you're going to score six, eight, ten, twelve points in it. It's soccer, where a riveting game is two to one. I mean, that's high scoring in soccer, and I'm learning that as I'm betting on these stupid things. And more back to my betting problems <laughs> right there. But Jim, as you you go through, you have to come. You have, there has to be a conclusion. There has to be an end point at some yeah. point. You know, one of the things that that I have thought about, and they do this in hockey. As they'll take a guy away. Can you do that in soccer? Now, you've done play-by-play by soccer. And, and for the soccer purists out there, hey, I could be dead wrong. This could be even worse than penalty kicks in their minds. I don't know. But do you go to a spot where you take a guy away? What do they play? 11 guys on each side. Is that right? 11 mm-hmm. guys yep. that are out yep. for each team. You go yep. down and, and you take, I don't know, two away. You go down to nine. And then you go down to seven after five, ten, fifteen minutes, whatever it may be. With that huge field, you have to figure that scoring chances are going to be increased because, well, you saw as everyone just starts to pack it in with the lead, we don't have the number right. of guys to pack it in, a lot more room and a lot more opportunities. Maybe you take the goalie away after a certain pound. <laughs> I mean, oh, you, you, get, you get to it here, though, Jim, and, and you're, you're searching yeah. for ideas because as entertaining and as interesting as the penalty kicks are, it does feel like there has to be a better way, right? Um, I don't know if they can fight. What you want to flip a coin? Well, no, Just go no, to no. midfield. I know. Like I, 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 I like your your thought process on that. Like after two minutes, if nobody scores, two guys come off from each team, and then another two minutes or three minutes or something like that. Yeah, I can see that. It, in, in hockey during the regular season, uh, they play four on four in the NHL in overtime to speed the play up to see if somebody can create a goal. So I could see it happening. I just don't think hockey, or I'm sorry, soccer purists, or in this case, football purists would, uh, would, would buy that. Uh, it is an interesting concept though, Trent. I mean, I, I'd certainly watch it. I'd find it entertaining if that were the case. And you get down where it's five on five on that huge field. Mm-hmm. That'd be that'd be crazy. But here's the other issue: is they got that goofy offside rule. If you start subtracting players, everybody's probably going to be offside because everybody's just going to run forward and the ball's going to go in, and you're going to be standing offside. Well, you don't so you don't, don't think they if, could adapt to that? Well, I'm, I'm, they would have to do something. Well, of course. They would have to do something. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it would be an offside scenario all the time. Where in penalty kicks, you know what it is. It's one on one. That's it. The shooter and the goalie. And you get instant gratification one way or the other. So I don't know. It's an interesting concept. I mean it'll it'll never be adopted, I'm sure. We know how FIFA is. They they're still back in the Stone Age. 
But I don't know. I don't. I, I'm okay with the penalty kicks. They don't. They don't bother me. And to be honest with you, I kind of look forward to it after you play at least uh, those two 15-minute periods. Hmm. Well, Jim, we need to take a break, and we're going to move away from the soccer. Welcome to Summertime Sports Radio. And we yes. are going to talk a little baseball and Big Ten football. Joining us on the other side, our good buddy Seth Gruen will be by. We'll talk with him next as we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight and into the 4th of July. Jimmy B and TC on 1700. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBTG. Boom! Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry PC and Rush Niggett. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right Sponsored by Dell. Dell's Black Friday in July sale. Up to 40% off and deals on PCs with Intel Core processors. Plus, get free shipping. Visit dell.com slash business deals or 877-BUY-DELL. Attention, Iowa. Your Barnstormers are hosting the United Bowl Championship game Saturday, July 7th at Wells Fargo Arena. Your Iowa Barnstormers look to defeat the Sioux Falls Storm and win their first ever championship title. The United Bowl kicks off at 7.05. It's a blackout. Wear your black Barnstormer shirts and cheer on the team to victory. The first 2,000 fans get a rally towel courtesy of Scrap Processors. Tickets start at 14 bucks. Order yours when you call 633-2255. Head to the Arena Box Office or order online at theiowabarnstormers.com. That's what I'm talking about. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Support the ALS Association through the Legacy Social, a casual evening inspired by the 1920s Gulf era on Thursday evening, July 26th at 5, and the Michael R. Myers Memorial Classic Golf Tournament the next morning at 10. Over the past two years, these events have raised $170,000, and this year's goal is to raise $125,000 for the direct benefit of the ALS Association. Limited tickets and sponsorships are available at MyersGolf.com. That's M-Y-E-R-S-Golf.com. 
Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness, give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins. South of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher's RareCoins.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back in on a hot day here in the capital city. We say hello to you. We roll all the way until 6 o'clock tonight. So uh, just kind of sit back and relax, and we'll entertain you uh, on your drive home on the Big Talker 1700. Uh, Seth Gruen is going to join us right now. Uh, Big Ten Unfiltered, and he covers Major League Baseball as well uh, as we get ready for tomorrow's 4th of July. Seth, how are you, man? Good. Happy 4th. Happy one listening. Yeah, everything's good. Uh, let's start with a couple of uh, Major League Baseball questions, and then we'll go to some Big Ten stuff. And I'm real curious on your thought on the way that it seems in the American League there are only like one or two races, and then the, the rest is like already over. For an, for an example, in the AL East, Yankees, Red Sox are right there. The rest of the teams are terrible. Cleveland is now making a mockery of the AL Central with a double-digit lead. Houston and Seattle are competitive, but after that, it's pretty much done. So in, in the National League East, you got the Braves, Phillies, Nationals all competing. In the Central, the Brewers, the Cubs, the Cardinals... And then when you get out to the West, the Diamondbacks, the Dodgers, and the Giants, and the Rockies are only five games back. Is it disappointing, you as a, a, a follower of Major League Baseball, that the American League is not sort of like, I guess, as entertaining as the National League? Well, I think that's always disappointing when you have a lack of competition in a given league or, or, or even a given division because that makes games within that division or league a lot less meaningless. So, of course, I'm disappointed, and anybody who's a fan of Major League Baseball wants to be entertained, but I think this is just right now the dynamic of the sport. You know, a few years ago, the National League was like this, um, in that we really were only looking at about half the National League teams looking to compete. 
Uh, and the other half, we're in rebuild mode. And I think you're seeing that a little bit in the American League. Take the Central, for example. Now, I, I know Trent doesn't want to hear this because the <laughs> Twins have kind of been erratic over the last three, four years. Mm. They've been up, they've been down, they look, they've looked like competitors. People have said that they've had, had to hit the reset button, but everybody but the Indians basically is in rebuild mode. You can argue that the Twins maybe should be or should, um, but nonetheless, you know, that, that's an example. That's kind of a microcosm of what's going on in the American League. And then I think, you know, there's an imbalance of power. I think when you look at how good Boston and New York are, that's going to have a trickle-down effect on the rest of the league, not just in that those teams are going to be tough to beat on a night-in, night-out basis. But when you're a smaller market team and you look at the fact that Boston has a lot of this great young talent, that the Yankees have a lot of great young talent, you're going to say to yourselves, well, maybe I'm just better off hitting the reset button, looking to rebuild and fuse my system with some great minor league prospects and then compete another three, four years and maybe some of those players on Boston and New York are are close to the 30 and that, and then the window opens a little bit up. I mean, the window opens up in the American League and, and, and we can look to compete. So I think that's sort of the school of thought right now in the American League. To answer your question, yeah, it's disappointing, uh, but I still think there are some compelling races and there's going to be some compelling theater as we get into the thick of summer and baseball season. Seth, uh, the Cubs sit a half game back as uh, we uh, have played going on right now, the Brewers in action, the Cubs earlier today. But uh, the team sitting in third in that National League Central, the St. Louis Cardinals, it's been a frustrating up-and-down kind of season for them. They're facing for the first time this century three consecutive years outside of the playoffs if they don't get things turned around. And now you have the uh, president of baseball operations, John Mazaliak, calling out Dexter Fowler. Your takeaway, you got to see Fowler for a number of years as he was patrolling center field and Wrigley for the Cubs. Your takeaway from his comments? Yeah, look, I mean, he signed an 80-plus million dollar contract. He has not lived up to it. That, that's nothing new in the world of guaranteed base contracts in baseball. I think that um, executives and coaches uh, across sports have adeptly used the media to motivate players. I know Dexter Fowler having covered him. I know he likes to win. I know that that's certainly going to motivate him. I think if that were in a different city, even Chicago, uh, that might provide uh, some sensational fodder um, in a more competitive media market. But in St. Louis, that can generally fly under the radar and possibly be effective. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, when, when Dexter Fowler was leading off the Cubs, they won the World Series, and I think, the St. Louis Cardinals thought they were going out and getting a bona fide leadoff hitter. Don't forget in that World Series year, I think over the first three months, Dexter Fowler had over a 400 OBP. So, you know, this is a guy who they thought was one of the rare commodities in baseball, one of the rarest, to be honest with you, when, when you look at uh, leadoff hitters. They, they truly don't grow on trees. And I think we've had that conversation as it pertains to teams in Chicago that, in their best years, they've had really good leadoff hitters. That's neither here nor there, but they thought they were getting a great leadoff hitter, and they just haven't gotten that so far. So, you know, I, I think it's warranted. Um, you can internally debate, and I'm sure people will debate whether or not it's appropriate to call a guy out in the media, but 
you know, we want executives, managers, and players to be honest, so I don't have a problem with it. One more on baseball. We'll get into a little Big Ten football. We're talking with Seth Gruen right now here on Jimmy B and TC. So it's 4th of July week, and uh, the uniforms started to come out with the red, white, blue, and the stars and stripes. There's something that bothers me about them. It's not that I don't love America or anything like that. I don't know if it's tacky. I, I don't know what it is, but I've never been a fan of these things. Are, are you? Well, I, I, am I a fan of them? Do I think it's cool to you know celebrate 4th of July? Do I think... Jackie Robinson Day is something special. Do I like what they do on Mother's Day with the pink bats? Absolutely, but I think we all know that the motivation behind it is money. Yeah. They're looking yeah. to sell more merchandise. So does that bother me? Does it bother me that baseball is looking to capitalize on a holiday in which, you know, I think we tend to not necessarily celebrate the right things. We tend to celebrate the idea that we have a day off from work, uh, except those of us who work in the sports world, of course, um, or that you know we get to go out and grill with family. But you know, it's about the people who have sacrificed themselves to uh, to make our country a, a great place to live, and um, who have you know gone out, people in the armed forces who have sacrificed uh, to defend our freedoms. And uh, you know, I think. That's sort of the cornerstone of the 4th of July, and I think it's unfortunate that Major League Baseball is looking to capitalize on that, though they aren't different from any other business or entity or organization um, in a free market world. So um, hard to blame them. Everybody's doing it, but I just wish the motivation was a little bit different. Get that. Absolutely get that. We're talking right now with Seth Gruen. Seth, let's jump into a little Big Ten football before we run out of time. And uh want to start to Iowa's rivals to the West, Nebraska. The the buzz of Scott Frost has worn off a little bit. The reality of their schedule that we've talked about a lot in the past is here. What is a realistic baseline for you? If Nebraska football wins, how many games year one will be considered a success under Scott Frost? You know, I, I guess... And we, we talked about this on a podcast. Sometimes with the Big Ten, I tend to look at this by process of elimination. And obviously, Wisconsin's the class of that division. I think Iowa is better than Nebraska. I think Northwestern, if they can find a quarterback, is going to be better. So you look at Nebraska as maybe that fourth team. So, I, you know, I sit here and say full eligibility from a wins and losses standpoint, but. From a true standpoint of development and moving more towards that place that Nebraska fans want that program to be, and that honestly is as laughable as it sounds today, competing for national championships, I think you want to see the freshmen develop into that top process, and you, you want to see them play Nebraska football, which is uh, run that option efficiently, uh, move the ball up and down the field via the run, maybe find a star running back. They unfortunately had a recruit who's not going to be out. A four-star running back recruit who's not going to be eligible this year because of academic reasons. But, you know, wins and losses, again, bowl eligibility. And then just look at the freshmen. And are, are they developing and, and how are they taking to the system that Scott Frost wants to run, which obviously Nebraska fans who watched in the early 2000s are very familiar with. Hello? 
We got you, Seth. Seth Gruen, as we talk a little football. Hey, Seth, uh, one final thing on the uh, football front for me. I'll let Jimmy B finish up with you here. You know, we, we've talked a lot about the power in the Big Ten East and how the balance and the shifting has happened there. As football continues to evolve and change, expansion, that's normally a summer topic that gets us through and kills a lot of segments before we get back to football season. That hasn't been the case. But do you see maybe on the horizon a shifting away from divisions? Because, frankly, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense in a conference of 14 teams to be you know, stuck playing the same seven teams in division, six other games each and every year. Could we be getting close to a spot where the Big Ten and conferences across college football just says the heck with divisions, let's schedule a different way and, and maybe pick our two teams going to the championship in a better way? Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, I'd love to see the Big Ten go to – I'd love to see conferences go to a plus one where you're playing two games to ultimately win the conference championship, and we know that will drive a lot of revenue to schools. But, yeah, I completely agree. I think we've seen that concept abandoned by the idea of uh, geographic association with the conferences. With the Big Ten extending out to New York and the uh, D.C. Baltimore markets and, and obviously the Big 12 and the SEC as well expanding their footprint with Texas A&M and the SEC, doesn't make a heck of a lot of sense. I mean, the idea of divisional alignment and conferences across college and professional sports is that, you know, in the early days, Teams are taking trains to play each other, so it makes mm-hmm. sense logistically. Now it really doesn't. Everybody gets on that co- that cozy charter, and I, I agree with you, Trent. I, I think there's an imbalance right now, and I don't see it changing. Jim Delaney would tell you it ebbs and flows, but it really doesn't. I mean, Ohio State's always going to be a powerhouse. Michigan probably is always going to be a powerhouse. Uh, you know, what's the only thing that could change is maybe Wisconsin lifts up the rest of that West and and maybe the teams can ride the, the coattails of Wisconsin a little bit and get some of those higher-level recruits and be more competitive um, as far as the overall conference is concerned and, and maybe in the national picture as well. But, yeah, I would agree with your assessment there that they need to abandon divisional alignment. Um, let me just follow up with what you said. With Nebraska and now with Scott Frost, uh, Nebraska fans think that they've hit the mother load. So my question to you is, A, have they hit the mother load? And B, can Nebraska play its way in into the West for competing, I, I guess, year in and year out against Wisconsin? Well, have they hit the mother load? Yes, but it was a no-brainer, and I don't think there was a heck of a lot of competition. I think when you look at the fact that how emotional it was for Scott Frost to leave BCS and the idea that he had such an affinity for that university and those players, the only team that was going to pull him away was Nebraska. The only program. Excuse me. Uh, again, I thought it was a no-brainer. I, th- I thought they should have hired him after they fired Bo Pelini. Made a lot of sense mm-hmm. with all the success he had at Oregon. Um, can he bring them back to the promised land? I don't know. Dynamic of college football is a lot different. Um, a lot more teams, or a lot, lot fewer teams are really getting the lion's share of the national attention. I mean, Ohio State's nationally syndicated. You see them on network TV all the time. Alabama, Clemson. Uh, the list is certainly short. Can you get them to be competitive in the Big Ten West? Yeah, absolutely. For the reasons Trent just alluded to, it's a weaker division. 
Uh, and all you really got to do is beat Wisconsin. I think Scott Frost is going to be able to recruit. Um, so, yeah, I think they can be competitive in the division. You're competitive in the division. You get to Indianapolis. You win a game. You know, you're probably in the college football playoffs. So could they put together a special season and ride the wave of that? Definitely. I, I think it's possible. I just don't see it as likely right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Seth, and I think mm-hmm. there can be that special season. But it's different because if your expectations are national championships, it's not like the days of the Big Eight, Big Eight where you had to beat Oklahoma and that was it, and you played one bowl game. Now you not only have to win your division, then you have to go and beat more than likely a behemoth from the East. Then you got to win two more games in the college football playoff to win a national title, and that's why it doesn't matter if it's Nebraska or a pesky Iowa team or even Wisconsin. I just think the likelihood is so, so slight of those teams being able to jump up a different day of college football. Seth, we will dive into that more as we continue ripping off days of the calendar. Here in the summer, getting close to football. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, you got it, guys. Happy fourth. Same to you. That's Seth Gruen. You can find his work, the Big Ten Unfiltered Podcast, and also a writer for Bleacher Report on Major League Baseball. Coming back on the other side, more Big Ten talk here, localized with the Iowa Hawkeyes. Iowa picks up a big commitment from the running game as they will get Tyler Goodson on campus next season, running back from down in Georgia. We'll find out more about him, his commitment with Tom Caker from Hawkeye Report. He's up next here on Jimmy BNTC. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. For today, mostly sunny, dry, and warm with a high near 90 degrees. Mostly clear and muggy tonight with a low near 74. I'm Local 5 meteorologist Taylor Knust. Sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. Head into Firestone Complete Auto Care to get $60 off per axle on a standard brake service. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Coupon required. Restrictions and exclusions apply. Details at driveafirestone.com. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the kid's smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kinemix technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at Menards. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian roofer roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. 
I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian roofer roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Bellagio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Saturday, July 14th, come out to Lions Park in Altoona. Help us support the athletes from the Special Olympics of Iowa at the third annual Responding for Heroes softball tournament. Opening ceremonies start at 8.30, with the first pitch to be thrown at 8.50. For more information, visit our Facebook page, Responding for Heroes Softball Tournament. All proceeds raised go to the Special Olympics of Iowa. Come out, have fun, Saturday, July 14th, and help us support this great cause. Third annual Responding for Heroes softball tournament. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, USC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. Take it up until 6 o'clock tonight. Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG right now. Time to turn our attention over to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Big news in the world of recruiting today. Tyler Goodson, three-star running back from Georgia, makes his verbal commitment to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Joining us right now to talk about that and a whole lot more, it's Tom Kakert of HawkeyeReport.com. Tommy, what's happening? What's happening, Trent? Not a whole lot. Is uh, This has been bandied about for 
really the last couple of weeks ever since Jairal Brock was ready to make a, a uh, visit to Iowa City, take an official visit over there right before the end of the uh, the open period in recruiting. That visit then was canceled, and everybody's left wondering, well, what's going on here? The Iowa coaches knew about this commitment for a while, right? Yeah, I, I think you have to couple this with the Mackay Sargent uh, mm. commitment that, that happened um, and really Kirk and his staff wanting to add another back this year, probably not feeling completely comfortable beyond the top two backs. So they add Sargent uh, to the mix for this year, and that took taking two backs off the table, and uh, they felt pretty good about where they were with Goodson, and then, you know, he, I think it's fair to say they've known for a while, and Goodson mm-hmm. told them for a while that he was coming and just waited until today to make it official and, and announce that uh, he was going to be a Hawkeye, so that took Brock out of the equation, and wouldn't shock me, I, you know, talking to some people, that if, uh, if Brock ends up rowing the boat eventually, we'll see what happens. Um Interesting that you reference that. Uh, for people who really don't know anything about Goodson, give the listeners a lowdown. Well, I, I think the appeal from Iowa's perspective is he's a different type of back than what they have. He's, he's uh, you know, a lot of comparisons to Akram Wadley. I know the Iowa coaches have told him that. So it, it's different than what they have on board either coming in with uh, with Guile or with uh, Samson Evans, uh, even Sargent's not kind of the same type of back. He's a little different, and the you know the two guys that I think will be the the main workhorses this year, Torn Young and Ivory Kelly Martin, just not not the same kind of back. So you want a little bit of variety back there, and I, I think um, I was shown that they can do pretty well with the back like uh, you know like what Wadley has done uh, Wadley did Wadley did at Iowa so now they'll get another one of those type of backs on campus and you know frankly it gets them into a, a good part of Georgia uh, to perhaps uh, get some more talent out of there you mentioned uh, the other addition here this summer and this is a guy that'll be uh, able to play this season from Iowa Western in Sargent very small running back at least in terms of stature Listed at 5'10", more probably like 5'8", but there were some questions right away. Was he a scholarship guy? Is he a walk-on? Is this a gray shirt situation? Have you been able to figure out exactly what the scholarship situation is for Sargent? Well, given that uh, Kirk talked about him, I would say it's probably fair to say that he is going to be a scholarship guy. So I think they're going to add him uh, as a a scholarship guy uh, this fall and... um, you know, he had a really nice year, and Iowa Western's a powerhouse. Yes. And they're yeah. probably the best junior college program, and he was their feature back and rushed for, you know, almost 1,500 yards, 14 touchdowns last year. So uh, getting a guy that, you know, at least can give him some depth, we'll see how good he is uh, at, at the next level, but he was certainly very effective at the junior college level. Um, I want to quickly, because otherwise I'll, we won't run, we'll run out of time here, uh uh, Tom, I wanted to go to basketball because I got in locked in on a conversation last night about people discussing uh, DJ Carton. And the discussion was now that he has been elevated to a five star, so 
explain to people now what that means if it changes anything. And the other part of the discussion was how come he hasn't committed, and I think it was on your board, how come he has not committed for an official visit to Iowa yet. So I'll let you answer those. Okay. Uh, well, the, the easy answer is, you know, he's up to number 17 in the country, and I was talking to uh, our two guys who handle the rankings for rivals uh, last week, um, Eric Fossey and Corey Evans at our national conference, and and, uh, and they're very high on him. Uh, thought he was probably going to get into the five-star level and jumped a little bit higher than I thought he would, to be honest. I thought he'd probably still be in the, you know, in the low 20s or something like that, but going up to 17, he's definitely going to get on the radar now for the McDonald's All-American game, I would think, uh, as far as his visits. He just got jammed up uh, for visits. Uh, in June, he was going to plan on taking probably more visits, but you know he made the cut initially to 18 for the USA basketball um, under 18 team and didn't make the team, but still was there for a few more days. Uh, then got in, he also got invited to the NBA Top 100 camp, went to that, uh, had some high school commitment stuff with his uh, North team, so he ended up just running out of time in June, and then July is just dead. They're playing basketball. There's an evaluation period coming up. So there's just no time to get visits in. Uh, so he's punted back to August, and I think at the end of July he's going to reassess things, look at where he wants to really make visits to, and, and then go from there. Uh, the Blue Bloods are sniffing around on him, uh, Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, and, and Bill Self is one of the, you know, the head coach for that USA basketball team. So... Uh, we'll see if any of those get involved. Now, I could see a scenario. There is a scenario out there that if by the middle of July those blue bloods who are saying, yeah, we're going to watch you, we're going to take interest in you, we're going to follow you around a little bit, if if they don't show up to games during that you know, first or second evaluation period, I could see them going, you know what, uh, I saw enough at Michigan or Indiana and that's where I want to go, and, and I could see him Doing that, I think it would be a little bit of a surprise, given what he said, because he's kind of pumped the brakes when I talked to him about two weeks ago. Um, but, it, you know, maybe those visits changed his mind, and he saw what he needed to see, and I haven't talked to him since those visits. So, it, But I think right now we're probably in wait-and-see mode. So uh, speaking of basketball recruiting, last week Keon Brooks, a five-star from Indiana, made an unofficial visit over to Iowa City. Tom? We laughed about his top ten list, and one of these teams is not like the other. Michigan, Michigan State, Texas, Carolina, Kentucky, Indiana, UCLA, Georgetown, Purdue, and then the Iowa Hawkeyes. But tell us about the relationship and, and what you heard at the very least his first time making it to Iowa City. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, I think the big thing for them is uh, Andrew Francis has built a really good relationship with, with Keon and his family, and that's why I was still in the mix. It's still a real long shot that they're going to give. I mean, that list of schools is uh, pretty impressive. I think a lot of people think that uh, Kentucky might lead. Um, I, I think Indiana is in that mix um, just because now there's some talk that he and Tracy Jackson Davis, who are AAU teammates, might want to play with each other at the college level, and everybody kind of thinks that uh, Tracy uh, Jackson Davis is going to – who is another – you know, five-star kid is going to end up 
going to Indiana. I think everybody's kind of believes that's going to happen, you know, at some point uh, after maybe a couple visits this fall that he'll end up at IU. So, um, but they're going to. I think the big thing now is to see where Keon ends up taking official visits. If Iowa gets an official visit, then I'm going to take this a lot more seriously than uh, right now, where I just kind of think. Ken's just one of those kids and his dad are just kind of, they want to be fair to everybody that's really done a good job recruiting them so they make visits. Tom, it's always good when we catch up with you. You got anything planned for tomorrow? Not a whole lot. It's going to be pretty quiet. Uh, not uh, not going to do too much. I think we're just going to take it easy, you know, maybe hang out in the pool and, and uh, barbecue a little bit maybe. It's a good life. There you go. Continue yeah. living it, Tom Caker. Good talking with you again. Okay. Thanks, guys. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com joining us here today. Always good conversation with him, Jimmy B. And well, exciting news, and we didn't even get to uh, the newest commitment in the first of the 2020 class for Iowa as we ran out of time. Deuce Hogan, the quarterback from down in Texas. Jimmy B., that's a quarterback name if I've ever heard it. Deuce Hogan? Can't wait for Deuce to hit the field. And we can go, oh, look at that pass by the deuce. Oh, I can hear it now. It's a good one. It's a good one. we got a good hour or, playing. Or, oh, oh. or, Trent, if there's an interception, it could be, oh, look at that pass by the douche. Oh, boy. We're coming back. We need to uh, put the clamps on Brinson. He's falling apart here late in hour number one. Still another hour to go. Riveting sports talk with that. We're back in a moment. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker. 1700 KBGG. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu. Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's. Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com 
where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry PC and Rush Niggin. The Easter Seals Iowa Admiral's White Party is coming up on July the 12th at the Iowa State Historical Building in Des Moines beginning at 6.30. Festivities include entertainment by Quartet 515 and musician Brent Congan. A cocktail-style dining experience features custom-crafted menu by Baratas, drinks, and a live silent auction. You can purchase tickets at bidpal.com backslash 2008 White Party. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much much more industrial floor care equipment waste oil heaters water heaters accessories and parts washers used equipment along with repairs preventative maintenance and operator training selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years washer systems of iowa visit their showroom at 6050 northeast 14th street in des moines or online washersystems.com Sponsored by Shell. Get triple action protection for optimal engine performance with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Did you know the Heritage Carousel in Union Park is available for rentals? This is a -a one-of-a-kind venue that will keep your guests talking long after the party. We've hosted everything from birthday parties to rehearsal dinners. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. If you would like to have your next event at the Heritage Carousel, 